Man, what is up designers and welcome back to the Grand Design Podcast. The podcast that's all about taking the ideas out of your head and pushing them out to the world in the form of mass movements. And today, this interview is really going to chill you to the bones. And I say that because when I when we got to finish this interview, which we never actually finished because we were about an hour in and uh, like a storm came through Houston and knocked all the power out and they were like running from the storm and like doing all, all sorts of things just to get to some type of shelter. But when I was done this interview, like two hours after the interview, like I had like chills and like like the need to cry. Like I, I felt like I was going to cry like because of some of the ideas and circumstances and stories that were exchanged within this talk. I mean, literally some of the things that I've heard from and about this man and that I felt from this man is is just insanely inspirational and heart shattering at the same exact time. You know, let me tell you about I guess that we, you know you're about to hear the interview from um, Forbes Coaches Councilman. You know, he's on the Forbes Coaches Council, like just like Forbes.com, Forbes Magazine. Uh, you got to have a verified. This you have to verify this. You got to have at least a million dollars in revenue per year to get on that council or be on the Forbes Coaches Council. So amazing accomplishment right there. Not only that, best-selling author. I have his uh, book, Richest Man in the Trash Can. Insane book for insane bars and insane knowledge. You know, multiple-time best-selling author. He has a bunch of other books. Some of them, which goes into his own story. You know, uh, what else? And I call him the black Elon Musk, even though he has advantages and things that I reckon Elon Musk doesn't even have himself. I call him that because his brain just moves so fast and it's so advanced in some of the ways that, you know, in the technological ways that you might associate with Elon Musk. Like the dude created his own social media app called MeWe, and I'm actually a, I'm actually on that app, so you can get on that app and friend me. He has his own social media app, but not only that, he has a nine. Like this dude grew from the ground up a nine-figure business. You know how I many nine? How much nine? That's in the hundreds of millions. Huge business, and we didn't even get to talk about him all in the day, like his other business, Brooke Carith University, and all these different things. But this dude has an insane resume. But beyond the resume, this is something I really want to stress before we get into the interview. I'm sorry, I'm just walking out on a late night. If you can hear the echo, I'm in the parking garage. Beyond the interview, what he has is an insane story, an insane character. You know what I'm saying? A lot of genuine energy, a lot of life, a lot of ideas, a lot of love, a lot of passion. Like you feel so much talking to this guy and you can tell a lot of it is derived from his experiences within his own life. He's went through so much, you know, I feel like most commonly what he's referred to is like the richest man in the trash can. Because if you don't know his story, I'm going to tell you a little bit of story before we get to this actual interview. This guy was six years old. When CPS took him away from his parents because they were like, involved with drugs and things like that. And from 6 to 14, he literally lived in a trash can and hustled by 18 his way to his first $100,000. Literally just from the need to survive, the need to eat, the need to just live. And he felt during that period like no one on the planet recognized him as a person and even saw him and felt the struggle other than one person that ran the bakery around his neighborhood. And so what's ins- what makes this story so insane is not only how you come out on the other side of that and have the characteristics and the character and the love and the passion and the love for life and the will to live that this person has, but he want- he goes from that to obviously being a multimillionaire by the age of like 27 or 28 or 26, one of those three. I believe it was 26 or 28, but man, absolutely insane story, insane story. And so, man, the guy's name is Antonio T. Smith Jr. And you're going to hear his life story and some of the strategies and tactics and mindset, all the tools he used to get from point A, living in a trash can, to point B, the richest man. And, uh, man, I hope you enjoyed this one because I enjoy making it more than anything. This is somebody, one of the first people that I've met in my life that I really felt like you know, like, wow, I absolutely have to have this person around for a long time, for the long run, because I just believe in him. I believe in his mission. I feel his heart, and it's different from anything I've ever felt before. First person I really, like, thought to, like, this is the first person I think I've ever thought to just be like, I want this person as my mentor. 
I want this person behind me. I want to have his back. I want to support him. I want him to support me. I want to believe in him. I want him to be part of this journey. Because, man, seldom do you ever find a person that interfaces with humanity in this way. And so, Antonio, if you ever listen to this, man, I really do appreciate you for coming on the podcast. You know, and I'll be more than glad when we do sit down for the second and the third and the fourth and all these different episodes we'll do to have you back again and again and again. It means the world to me for you to come out here and integrate with the people integrate with me share with the world in the ways that you have and your philosophy uh that you take with people being present with them and always saying you're the most important thing i've done today is something that i'm going to take with me and that i will make sure as you will yourself but i will make sure personally lives on forever because i think that is a beautiful ideology and something maybe the one thing that the world needs right now more than ever like i said man Now, without further ado, I'm going to roll the theme music, and you can hear the conversation that made me so emotional. Oh, and don't forget, man, like and subscribe to this podcast. Not like, but subscribe to this podcast. Please rate this podcast. Please follow Antonio T. Smith Jr. on Instagram and on Facebook. His Instagram is at ATS. All this stuff will be in the the comment section below, included in the description box below, including his books including his websites, including his trainings, including his universities, most of which he's made free. We didn't get to discuss the business strategy behind that today, but we'll be sitting down pretty soon for another interview. And so go and look him up and follow him, watch his interviews, and really binge on this once-in-a-lifetime person. Thanks, y'all. Now, theme music. How do people like us, the visionaries, the creatives, real people with real ideas, People who don't have mass budgets, platforms, or teams, and people who live in this noisy world dominated by internet gurus, influencers, and big brands. The people attempting to make a dream on our own dollar. How do we get our ideas to pierce through all the noise in not only a massive, but a massively profitable way? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Dallas, and this is Grand Design, the podcast about taking the ideas in your head, pushing them out into the world, and informing massive Like I said, I don't know technology. Okay, we good. What is up? Grand Design Podcast. Podcast is all about pushing your ideas from your head in the form of mass movements. It's your host, Dallas Prater. And today, you know, I'm not going to keep the introduction too long because it's going to change in about a year or two. And then it's going to change a year or two after that because <laughs> this man is always moving. Man, we have who I formerly called the richest man in the trash can moved from living in a trash can between the ages of six and 14 to multi-million dollars ahead of a, a, a big business <laughs> and uh, doing some incredible things in the world even beyond that. And so I moved from calling him that to calling him Elon Musk, but then I realized, okay, he's not Elon Musk, he's his own character. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, somebody that's incredible, man, the entrepreneur mind, an incredible human being. We got Antonio Theodore Smith Jr. <laughs> Oh, you've been following me. If you know the T stands for Theodore. Yeah. <laughs> sure. That's it, man. Now, I appreciate it. You know what? Elon Musk is actually one of my, my, my heroes, right? So I'm glad you brought that up because I've been uh-huh. conflicted here lately. I've been conflicted here lately with some of the stuff that we're doing out here in the world. It's just real crazy. And it's made me tell myself, Go get more black heroes, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we probably starting off too real already, but I'm just mm-hmm. saying that, right? You know, they go get more. But I love Elon Musk. I love the story. As far as I'm concerned, he's the smartest man alive today. Yeah. My favorite CEO is Jeff Bezos. I don't. I think. I think the greatest businessman alive today is Jeff Bezos, and I think the greatest thinker yeah. alive today is Elon Musk. I really do. So shout out to yeah. both of them. Yeah, man, I was listening to a lot of that in the podcast. That's that's some insight that we don't often get to hear from a lot of people online. Um, well, they'll have insights like that, but they won't have a solid rationalization behind it. And uh, yeah. what you said about Jeff Bezos and how he disrupts by acquiring disruptive companies, believe them to do what they do. 
Yep. That's insight you don't often hear. They'll say, oh, he got a big net worth, or oh, he's, you know, Amazon is this, that, and the third, but they don't talk about Amazon's nature of uh, grabbing things up. Yeah, yeah, grabbing know? things up. He's still growing like he's a small business. Yeah. You know, his, his revenues, like for me, my audience doubles every day. Right. Every day, my audience doubles in size, which is insane mm-hmm. considering I'm reaching millions of people a month. It's insane. And somehow, here he is doubling every single yeah, year like, in revenue. It makes no sense, man. So he's a fantastic. So you bring up a good point. He's a monster. That, yeah, he's a monster. Yeah, I, I, I think, actually, I've gotten far more business strategies just watching him than, than I've ever said openly out loud. But please believe I am yeah. successful because just watching a lot of his moves. Right. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a man. And a lot of people want to cancel Elon Musk, but... <laughs> <laughs> nah, I like him a lot. He, 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 he was tripping over Twitter a couple of weeks ago, but it's all right, though. Right, he, he, reopen he the country and all that stuff, you know. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. I mean, a lot of people want to cancel Jeff Bezos. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. they want to cancel. Just because he's you know rich. Like, That's exactly. That's exactly. Like, when come you got, on now. When you got brothers like that, man, Elon, Jeff, as long as you got money, somebody want to take it from you. Yeah. Right? I, 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 I really like both of them. I, I do. I, I I love both of them. I, I, think I like Elon they, they more. They both are why a big yeah. chunk of why I'm successful. Both of them. Uh, yeah, For instance, Elon that. Musk. I do the same thing. He has his ability to absorb the intelligence of the people around him. Yeah. And then now he becomes their intelligence, and they're their intelligence. So I surround myself with geniuses. He does that. And then every time they talk, I just get smarter. And now it's three geniuses in the room. Yeah. Those two plus me, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. You do it in a real similar way. I didn't. I didn't want to tap into it too early, but you do it a similar way to Elon Musk. Elon Musk, like, like you said, he embodies the genius of the people he hires, uh, maybe as CEOs of all these different factions. And I think Elon Musk might be my favorite entrepreneur. I love Russell Brunson. I love Owen Cook, but he's he's up. But he goes and he does the Neuralink, and he goes and does the Open AI. He does you know the Tesla and the SpaceX, and you have all these different factions. I can't yeah. keep track of all of them, you know. But yeah, he, is so he's so definitely my favorite. Ones. He's number two for me. Jay Z's number one. I can't help it. Right? I was going to ask it. you about that. Yeah, I can't. I can't help it. Jay Z's number one. <laughs> you know. Yeah, Jay Z's number one, man, because we got, you know, I'm I'm from the hood, you know, I, I pushed right. the dope. I'm from the hood and I yeah. made it and you know, I did all that stuff. So Jay Z's my favorite, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. Elon must be right after that, and then Jeff Bezos is number three. Now, as far as best goes, I'm gonna say Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos is the greatest CEO in yeah. the world. As far as smartest thinker, I'm gonna tell you that that's Elon Musk. As far as just the greatest business prowess, uh, that's that's JC. That's Jigga. You think Jigga, so, man. man? Just come on, man. He's a goat, you know, man. You know, <laughs> I mean, he, he just come on, he. There's no way. There's no way from. There's no way he should. He shouldn't did any. First off, he shouldn't be with Beyonce. Let's just say that, uh-huh. right? That's number one. <laughs> you, you don't get into the rap game at 26 and drop a classic. Yeah, right, you happen. drop a classic. You don't do that. That don't happen. You know, all his interviews are spectacularly entertaining. Uh, you know, he does the greatest yeah, interviews yeah. on planet Earth. Oh, and what, then, you think he does better interviews than Kanye? Well, Kanye interviews. You might got a good gold, point there. Man. Yeah, you might have a good point there. You might. <laughs> he's good though. He's he's fine. He's good. Kanye is good. Kanye is funny. Kanye, I, I love Kanye too, man. Kanye, I like, used to know. walk around saying, had that Kanye confidence. I used to tell yeah. everybody, had that Kanye confidence. You need that. Yeah. You need that. You need your own Kanye confidence. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. He's done a big thing. He's a big man. I'm right behind him. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think you'll pass Jeff Bezos in his lifetime? That's my goal. That's my goal. Like, like yeah. real, real talk, that's my goal. Like, yeah. with all due respect to Jeff Bezos, don't uh-huh. be Michael Jordan. And expect me not to be LeBron James. Like, like, Come on now. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my goal. Yeah. My, it's killer instinct. I'm so you know? proud. It's killer instinct. I'm so proud <laughs> of his wealth. I am so, like, like, I hope you use this as a clip, as a soundbite. Uh-huh. I am so <laughs> proud of his wealth. But he really got me effed up that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not in competition, but I'm always in competition with yeah, myself. And he is a parameter for me. He's a benchmark. Uh-huh. 
and he owed me my money. You, you feel what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 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 uh, like Grant say, who has my money? You know? That's it, man. Today. That's it. That's it. You know, that's and, it. and that's, that's one of the things that, you know, besides the obvious relations, you know, your love for music, you know, I, I'm doing this entire thing, setting up a, a, a company so that I can make music, um, you know, without signing over, you know, uh, right. the rights to a record label. Which Freedom and all that stuff. Music. And, uh, but besides that similarity, I really liked, because this is what I look for in people and, and, and understanding people the most. Uh, when, when you think big to a, a degree where people might not necessarily understand, that's why Kanye is my favorite artist. Um, you know, people like Elon Musk are my favorite entrepreneurs, people who think big, beyond this lifetime, beyond this world big. And so I really wanted to yeah. talk about that today. That's a, that's well, a, that's I'm, a special quality. It you is. Know? I'm glad you said that. I just told my private network. Uh-huh. I don't have, so one of them asked me, so who's your mentor now? I don't have any uh-huh. mentors no more. Wow. I can't, bro, because uh-huh. nobody's going after $100 billion in personal wealth. Mm-hmm. If I'm going after $100 billion in personal wealth, that means my company, is eight hundred billion dollars or more, right? That's about twelve point five percent of the the salary, right? Right. The, the revenue would be my salary, so to speak, or whatever it is, my my profits. Yeah. Who the fuck? My bad. I don't know. But who is go? You know what I'm saying? It's explicit. All right. <laughs> who is gonna mentor me though? You feel like who? Who gonna mentor me? You feel like who? Yeah. Unless Jeff Bezos come down here and unless Elon Musk come down here and say, come on, let's get some sweet potato pie and let me teach yeah. you a few things. What I'm going to do? I, you know, I can't have nobody <laughs> out here, right? So my, my mentor is yeah. my market, right? My, my fans, from you to everybody, yeah. I'm looking, man. Ever since me and you've been chatting up, I'm looking at all your yeah. posts. I, I watch your stories. And I say, all right, how oh, yeah. my man? You don't even know. I'm looking at your stories. I'm like, okay. And then you done featured me on three of your stories. So I'm now figuring yeah, out why the hell he put me on these stories. I must have said something. I'm trying to figure out how you thinking. Yeah, and I'm thinking this something. here. Man, all that, bro. I'm thinking, I'm trying to get into your head so much because you my mentor. Jeez. Forget having mentors out there. You, Dallas is my mentor. You feel me? Yeah, man. I mean, that, that, and these are the little small micro things is what I'm like, you know, uh, explicit in my, my mind in, in the modern world. Like, you know, earlier a little bit, you said, uh, I'm proud of his wealth. That's yeah, a very man. big thing to say. I am, also, man. in terms of saying the market is my mentor, it's these small things that kind of set off like warning signals like, OK, this guy, he's going to win that Grammy. He's going to be the president because that's that's. I, re- I mean, that video clip that I posted the other day from you really set off in my mind a realization that when people have future sight, they live in the future, like you live in the future, Elon, Kanye, live in the future. It really is just having an extreme awareness of the pulse of the market. You're, you're, you're aware of the personalities in the market and with the smallest sector that, sector that hates what the market is doing, you're, you're aware of where their mind's already looking. And so you can kind of predict where it's going to go. It's like, uh, what example did you use in that video? You said you uh, look at the negative comments, the one stars. That's yeah. a market emerging. Sure that's how you see the future. Is that accurate? Is that something? That's, that's, that's super accurate. Yeah, Everything you said is accurate. That's yeah. Crazy so stuff. Yeah. So to give everybody the audience, because you bring it up a bunch of stuff, you give me a platform to jump off. Mm-hmm. Number one, I ain't mad at none of y'all having mentors. Have all the mentors you want. Number two. The market is my mentor. By that, I mean simply, and I think, I think Gary Vee says something similar too. By that, I'm saying, I'm looking at you. I read you more than I read books. And believe me, I read a lot of books. Mm-hmm. I'm looking to see, I got, there's, there's five things you need to be, if you want to be a millionaire, if, if you want to be successful in entrepreneurship, I'll give you these five things right now. Number one, you need to get a lot of attention, period, point blank. But after that, now I need to know, okay, I need to find all my Dallases, right? Yeah. Not the city, but Dallas, the one, the host of this podcast, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I need to find yeah. all of him. Where is he at and where he hang out with the people he at? That's big. Once I find my Dallas's Praters, right? Once I find them, yeah. then I need to say, okay, what is Dallas paying attention to? All right. Yeah. So now I know what Dallas is paying attention to. So there go Dallas paying attention to this. And I say, okay, then, mm-hmm. how can I jump in front of Dallas' attention? Right. Because if he paying attention to it, 
that I need to build something. Do you want a remote control? Here's one right here. <laughs> right? You want an iPhone? Do you want the case? Like, right. whatever you paying attention, I need to jump in front of a podcast, then I need to oh. jump in front of the podcast listeners. Whatever it is, I need to jump in front of that. And once I jump in front of that, now I got to sell you something. You feel me? I got to have the solution yeah. to your attention or the distraction of your attention. Yeah. You feel me? So let's say, so right now, as this recording, there's a dumbass police officer just did the stupidest thing on planet earth i really ain't said much <laughs> okay. about it right i really ain't said much about it just know i stay strapped up i'm from texas y'all probably don't want to do With that two crap to me, right you're two straps two yep. of them. yes two of them <laughs> a nine and a 45 right yeah. two of them at all times i'm glad you paid attention right <laughs> but i can either sell you the solution okay uh-huh. then here's a the solution to this gun violence or i can say come on y'all let's go get some vodka let's go right Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like COVID nineteen proved vodka is going off the shelves, scotch, alcohol, because it's a yep. distraction for the solution. Hundred percent, hundred percent, man. So you do all that stuff, and once you do that, then you got to learn how to sell and close the sale, right? So that's the things there. But let me just say this here: it is important that all of you follow my man Dallas Energy and understand this one thing. I appreciate people it. like me. We done tapped into something the yep. same way he said. And when I tell you that I won't you as my mentor? Man, that ain't words. That sound cool. That ain't words. I'm looking. I'm looking at how you comment on my stuff and then how you comment on other stuff. Yeah, I'm looking at what you comment on. Man, all that, bro. I'm looking at all that. I'm, look, I'm looking at the glasses you wear. I might need them joints, too. <laughs> <laughs> I might need them joints. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff, man. So, nah, I'm with you 100%, bro. I'm yeah, Everybody, man. you market people, mm. you or my mentor, anything else, man, F all that. Yeah, I I, I think, man, that's, that's 100%. That's been an idea I've been turning over this month, you know, like anything else. It's, you know, particularly in, uh, in, 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 in attachment to that idea that you um, suggested that I was hearing last night. You know, that's, that's real stuff. A lot of people can tell you about, you know, getting attention through ads and things like that, the literal strategies and the tactics, but very few people understand the principle behind it yeah the principle behind and finding who had you know the the dallas's or in this case the antonio's who has your congregation and then getting in front of them with the right sales message like very few people understand just that portion. Yeah. and i gotta think i gotta thank russell brunson for uh that up in um oh he's a he's a gangster yeah. with these crazy with traffic right? man he is just you know? russell brunson is an amazing yeah. Gene, I can't wait All to meet that to guy and buy him some scotch, man. I, I really do. He needs it. I, I don't, I, I don't even know if he drinks, but I'm gonna like just he's force morning. it down his throat. Yeah, he's yeah. morning. Oh, he's morning. <laughs> Come here, Russell. All right. <laughs> yeah, he, he's yeah. morning. Never mind it. Well, maybe I'll get him some Skittles or something. I don't know, but he's just yeah. a genius at this nope. whole traffic thing, man. Yeah, no doubt. So shout out really? to Russell Brunson too, man. Yeah, and just that idea of you know finding what you know looking at Antonio and looking at Brad and looking at Stu and looking at Scott and seeing what the market hates about all of them. Yeah. Like that idea is, 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 is critical, but you know, obviously with this podcast, you know, you know, I, I like the direction it's taken, but it won't do much for you unless we understand who you are, you know, uh, with the okay. audience, you know, as this grows, they got to get some attachment to, <laughs> to who you <laughs> must be. And so if we start at the beginning, uh, your story is, you know, well, you can, you, what, what is, what is your story? I'm going to go into some particulars about it, but what is Oh, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll give it to you in a minute, man. I, I was born in 1981, so I begin a millennial generation. 1985, crack cocaine come through the hood. Mm-hmm. I am very hood where Gahetto people reside, right? Yeah. And I literally, 1986, I was homeless. So I'm five years old. Yeah, I felt the fifth grade and the sixth grade. My parents could no longer afford to mentally or physically or even legally keep me. In fact, they're not even on my birth certificate because I wound up getting adopted at 14. So they actually I think they had to give up their rights just so I can get adopted at 14. Crack cocaine comes through, man. I, and from six to 14, I spent all this, these years in a dumpster. Yeah, I call it a trash can. That's where the richest man in trash can come from. Yeah. And I learned how, no doubt, man, I appreciate you. I learned how to start making money, not because I wanted to be a businessman. I was hungry, right? Like, like, let's, let's just keep it real. I was fucking hungry, man. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was hungry. Yeah. What I'm going to eat. 
I gotta eat today. <laughs> I gotta eat today. Yeah, I gotta eat, man. I, I gotta eat. Yeah, man, I gotta eat, man. I get these moon cookies and these, you know, grandma cookies and Doritos. And then I graduated to let me get some Twinkies because that's a little more expensive. I'm hungry. Yeah. And then after that, man, I wind up getting adopted, going off to the military, military intelligence, and put myself to school. But again, fifth or sixth grade, I failed. But then I wind up figuring out how to make a lot of money. I didn't know people didn't know how to make that. And now I teach people today how to make all that money. That's basically my story. Yeah. And, and you got to have a story. That's, 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 that's a heck of a story, man. But, um, you know, it, it, I want to go into a lot of the particulars of this story because – Go ahead. Not the, and not the way I've seen other people do it. I, I think other people – you know, the way they ask questions is a little strange. But anyhow – um, your parents, man. Uh, what do you know about them? Wow. You know, I've done, I speak 300 times a year. I've done, I don't even know how many interviews I've done. I know I have never had nobody ask me that question before. I, I know actually, professions. <laughs> yeah, 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 no you doubt, know? right? Now, but, I, I know my mom was born October 20th. I don't know what day, what year. I know she's left-handed. I know she's dark, the same, actually, she might be a little bit darker than me. Yeah. And I know she was extremely pretty. Right. And her name is Linda Faye. I know my dad, oh, she's extremely athletic. That's important because. She's a baseball player, right? She's a baseball player. My damn, boy, how you been lit? I just had to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, where'd you find that out from? Uh, yeah. uh, don't, don't even reveal your secrets, man. Don't even reveal your secrets. Boy, you know, the rats. you're doing your thing. You're doing I'm your curious, thing. Yes. I'm curious. She played baseball when I was in Germany because we went to Germany from kindergarten, well, from birth to four years old. We, My dad got stationed in Germany. He was in the military. And, and yeah, yeah. So yeah, he did. I didn't even find that out till I was like fourteen. So you, you know more than me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know more than me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And so my dad, man, he was an engineer. Well, he he's a genius on a different level. He can do anything with his hands. As a matter of fact, sitting right next to me, this man made this. It's a whole sculpture right now. It's done. Wow. It's Elijah and Elijah. No, it's Elijah and Elisha. Right. Double portion story, if you're familiar with the Christian text. This joint is made out of toilet paper, bro. Wow. It's toilet paper. That's crazy. The whole thing is toilet paper, right? So I I keep it with me. And the funny thing is, so why do I call myself Antonio T. Smith Jr.? First off, that's my real name. Don't don't get that twisted, right? But this is what Uh this. So I just went by Antonio Smith forever. And... He's he's doing a life bid right now since I was at least twelve or something like oh. that, man. So let's see, I was I was fourteen in nineteen ninety seven. So that's that's what twelve. So nineteen ninety five. He been doing life bid since he's still in there. He's still locked up. Right. He's still locked up, straight wow. up since at least I was twelve. And so I start establish a relationship with him through letters about when I was like twenty eight or something. And I told him, we got so cool. I'm like, listen, man, I'll tell you what I do, man. Since you, because he told me he don't look at me as his son. He looks at me as his mentor. i never forget this. His pastor, right? i never forget that. Yeah. And then his son. Wow. That's bold, bro. That's bold, right? Yeah. That's That's crazy as hell to even process that information. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, so I'm talking to him now. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do. And this is about 2012. I say, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do, man. Since you feel that way, then I'm going to put the junior back on my name. So here's the backdrop to that. <laughs> this is the backdrop to that. So in order for me to get adopted at 14, my parents had to give up their rights. Right. And I had to change my name legally. Well, the lady who adopted me didn't want me to go into high school because I got adopted eighth grade summer going into high school. Right. Didn't want me to go into high school with a chip tooth, I had a chip tooth. I got that fixed. She got that fixed, uh-huh. like, like you know, what I'm saying. Plus this name, a new name. She didn't want me to be called like Bartholomew or something, right? <laughs> so what she what she did was she told them, drop the junior, 
Right. Technically, that changes his name. So the lawyers accepted it. The judge accepted it. So I dropped the ju- Yeah, you, you, you pull the information out of me. No, there is no podcast that has this information ever, right? Yeah, I, was, I was looking for that. I, I was like, is that his name or is that his adopted name? Because they have the same last name, right? We got I, my na- my dad's name is Antonio Theodore Smith yeah. Sr. Right, well Theodore Smith right Sr. when he had had me I'm yeah. named after him word for word but legally uh-huh. on my birth certificate on my social security card on my passport it just says Antonio Theodore Smith nothing else right so as an ode to him I picked back honor. up the junior that's honor in 2012. Right. And now I'm freaking famous, and everyone knows. <laughs> I didn't know I was gonna be famous. Yeah. Well, you know what? I did know I was gonna be famous, but I didn't know it was gonna happen this fast, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's the basic background drop story of that man. So that's a damn good question, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. And and does your father know the day of your birth? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. He did. He he write me every every July 20th. He writes me. He's mm-hmm. born May 1st, so I know that about him. And I know a lot more about my dad now because I wrote him. I haven't, I've got to, I haven't regretfully and transparently, I haven't been to the prison to see him in like three years. So I need to fix that. That's on me. That's on me. I need to fix that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. My my brother's in prison. I got to write him. Yeah, I got to fix that. Now, it's a, it's a personal battle I'm going through right now. I had nothing to do with him. I'm, uh, I'm going through something personal. Yeah. And. I just X that part out and I shouldn't have. So I'm kind of fixing that right now. And the personal thing is I'll just say it for your audience or maybe someone's struggling with it. I know he's, he's going to have to, he's coming up for parole. Right. And so maybe I've got to have him parole to me and my brain says, well, I need to handle that. And I don't know how to handle emotions mm-hmm. and, 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 money or or tangible things at the same time so i cut off what is emotional so i can take care of him tangibly and i don't know how to blend the two together you feel me i'm not telling you that's right i'm just telling you hell i'm human right yeah what do you you know what's this what do you what do you feel behind that what do you what do you think you're gonna have to do to come to a solution to that and the the previous question was because you know uh, yeah, you know, you said your birthday might be the twentieth, but it might also be the twenty seventh. It, it, it's, it's either one. So, according to the United yeah. States government, my birthday is July July twenty seventh. Yeah, I was told my whole life. God, where the hell did you get this information from? Man. You got a lot of interviews. We need to watch. I got a lot of interviews. I sure did. Got a lot of interviews. A lot of interviews. Okay, got to tap in. You know, <laughs> going on. Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's July twenty, July twenty seventh. I don't know which one. He tells me July 20th. My mom tells me, well, I haven't talked to her. I've only talked to her three times since I was since, since I was six. She yeah. she never really came back for me. No disrespect to this 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 young yeah. black queen, right? No disrespect. Yeah. Just uh it was easier for me to establish a, a rekindle or some some version of rekindle relationship with my dad because he kept trying to come back. Now nah, he did all the messed up things possible, right? Yeah. But since he came back as a dumbass. <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying? It still makes you, as a child, say he's still coming back. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. And, and you can't separate the dumbassness from the little boy who still wants a father. Yeah. Or a little boy who still wants a mother. You can't separate the, these two. No matter how hard you try, nobody's that gangster. Uh, right? Yeah. Nobody's that yeah, gangster. Yeah, you can't true. separate these two. Yeah, no doubt, man. So how I'm reconciling the difference between me and him, I'm not. Uh, what I'm doing is I have this core belief that there's only one of us in the room. So basically that means that me and him are connected, me and you are connected. Uh-huh. So the reason I'm able to care for him, even if should my mom ever need something, whatever, is because if I was my mom, and this is, this is going to bother a lot of your audience, because yeah. they, they're not ready to handle this a level of awareness. Yeah. But if I was my mom, if I grew up like my mom, if I looked like her, if I was exactly her, I would have left me too. See, we can't deal with that, right? At the yeah. end of the day, we nobody's better than nobody. You just take, you just take, you take uh, the the not Pythagorean theorem, the scientific method. 
there's something in there called a constant. In order for you to find out if the variables are true, you got to have a constant. Right. If I was born like Dallas, raised like Dallas, had Dallas mom, had Dallas dad, had Dallas hair, had your skin, had your school, had your everything, every yeah. decision you ever made, I would have made too. And for me to yeah. think that I'm better than you and I would have made something different, I'm a liar. Period. Because if I could handle your life, bro, I would have your life. Period. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, real talk, right? So, a lot of people wouldn't say that. No, no, nah, nah, that's, that's, that, that's why a lot of people ain't got no money, too, though, right? Yeah. Yo, so, yeah, man, my mom, she did what she did, but I would have did it, too, if I was her. My mm-hmm. dad, she, he did what he did. I would have did it, too, if I would have had her. So, nah, yeah. man, I don't really, that's all I know about them. Only thing I know about them birthdays, I know more about my dad now. But that's only because I choose to go to that path. I still have this. It's not a weakness, but I still have this area in my life where I need to find out some way to go back for my mom. I don't know how to pull it off because I don't know where she is. I know what city she's in. At the same time that you got to deal with this pride, you say shit like, fuck that. She should come back for me, right? But that doesn't make any sense because if I was her, I wouldn't come back for me either, right? You you, you got to say that. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, yeah, it, it, it's that hard, you know, man. It's that hard thing you got to deal with. But, hey, maybe we'll figure it out on this podcast. Maybe, hopefully, man. And, you know, I feel like partially that's the point of these things to, you know, barrel down into even sometimes, you know, what we don't understand about each other, you know, about ourselves. Um I've done some ghost writing for a lot of people and, uh, you know, just talking and asking questions leads them to realizations about the past that are, you know, something that they didn't, you know, they didn't might not have had before with them. What do you, uh, what do you feel looking back on, you know, the whole incident with CPS when you were six and do you feel like, you know, uh, like, you know, Grant Cardone, he has the genetic predisposition towards addiction. Do you think you have that similar thing, but oh, sure. towards success or towards? I got into both. I got into addiction yeah. plus success, mm-hmm. right? You know what I'm saying? Actually, I would, say my, I would say my genetic disposition or predisposition towards success is more nurture than nature. Nature, really? yeah, because there's something called epigenetics. Man, your audience is having a good time right now, right? And, and I, I know Without they're ready for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we are, us as black folk, and man, I don't mean no disrespect with this, but we're born losers. Yeah. They designed it that way. It's called epigenetics. Basically, let's, let's, let's back up a little bit. All the people who were born in the Great Depression, during the Great Depression, 1929, 1934, 1935, 40, mm-hmm. those people are what we would call big boned. Their bodies told them to hold more fat than yep. their parents because there was no food. And so genetically, they passed down from chromosomes to their children. It's rough out here. Store more fat. Yeah. Now, black folk, before we were, I mean, excuse me, after we were kings and king, kings and queens. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about American slavery, very different. We're talking 1560-ish, all the way up to the, the doctrine of, of exclusion in Maryland, all the way to what you know as slavery. <clears throat> that was the first, down, first founding stone of racism. We were never allowed to kiss our wives openly or, you know, hug, right? So we're born losers. Yeah. And they know this. Like, this is science. This is science. We are born. I don't have to teach my three-year-old to duck from police. It's in our DNA. And if if you don't believe me, when's the last time you saw somebody white die on Facebook? Please, I'll wait. I I would absolutely wait. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I would absolutely wait for that. If you, like, I've when is I've never seen nobody white die on Facebook. To be honest with you, <laughs> I've been on Facebook since 2009. I've never seen that. Right. But every two months, you go see somebody black die on Facebook, right? Yeah. So epigenetically, 
we pass on the struggle from generation to generation and with uh-huh. and with and this is science i didn't make this up this is this is white folk science right yeah. this is they science i didn't make this up so basically am i addictive absolutely yeah. because it's been genetically passed down to me like everybody else now what i've learned to do is i turn my addiction into success. That's that nurture part. Yeah. I could be a all the way crackhead or all the way millionaire. I didn't have much of a choice. I was on the, I was gonna be Nino Brown or Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm t- in a row. You know, so, so, there was no middleman. There was no middle yeah. ground for me. There was no middle ground. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna I, it too. Man, you understand? Yeah, 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 man. So so yeah, man. So basically Yes, I am absolutely addicted. I, I'm so susceptible to addiction because of all the stuff that we've been through, my parents been through, et cetera, it's passed out. Mm-hmm. I happen to be addicted to be happy as fuck. Yeah. I changed that around, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. my, like, if I'm going to be addicted, like, I'm smoking crack for happiness. You feel yeah. me? Even though I'm not smoking crack, it's just a metaphor. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm literally <laughs> trying to figure out Where's my next? Who can I help next? Yeah. Right, you know, because that makes me happy. That's my drug. Hundred th- create a hundred thousand millionaire. That's my drug. So, so yeah, man. That's that's basically. But please know, and I mean this for your audience, man. I'm not better than nobody. I'm, I'm certain. Forget you know what? Forget y'all. I'm not better than my parents. If yeah. I had my parents, if I was them, I would have did me like me too. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. Yeah, yeah. I I, I do believe in that. You know, and that's a big perspective, you know, especially a hard perspective to hold as somebody who has to do things, you know, you got to believe you're the best. You got to be competitive. You got to be fierce. And that sometimes leads to, particularly in me, a lot of narcissism about what I have to do. But, it's you know, it's a balance. You know, you want to be humble, but, you you know, you got to understand you're the same. But, you know, I feel like, you know, my way of rationalizing that is like, yeah, I'm the best, but he's the best, too. He's the greatest of all times. So we, you know, we it, even yeah, if it doesn't I, make I, sense, that's what it is. <laughs> and I ain't got a problem with that, man. I'm with you with that because listen, mm-hmm. like who's so who is the Michael Jordan of business? I don't know, right? But they got me messed up. Whoever you say it is, yeah, you, you know me. <laughs> and, and, and I'm proud. Like I'm so glad. I can't wait. I don't even mind being mentored by them. Mm-hmm. If if they got a hundred billion dollars, right? So they yeah. don't actually not at least three people. Not uh-huh. at least three people. At least Jeff Bezos, Bill right. Gates, and even, no, not Elon Musk. He's not there yet. Uh, Bernard Bezos, Arnold. Bernard Arnold, Warren Buffett. Yeah. All right. So oh yeah, Warren Buffett is one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Four people. You know, yeah, that? yeah. I, I, I want to say he's at a hundred billion. He, he, you know what? You might be right. They, they teeter on the line. They go yeah, back. they teeter on the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think he's there. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. These four gentlemen, they come into me. And I'm happy for all of them. And mm-hmm. I want all of them to make – I want them to go be trillionaires. But you still got me messed up uh, if you you fit to be number one. That's not for the hat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got to smoke you. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to smoke all day, every day, man. Like, you you, you don't – you, if you don't want to – if you want – to stay number one, die. That's how I feel. Die. <laughs> Just die. Like, die. Die. And then we'll all be like, oh, my God, he was so amazing. And we'll give you that grace we give to dead people. But if right. you keep living, me and you, we going at it. It we just is what it is. Down. It just man, is what it is, man. I, I feel that 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100%. I, you know, I see that leaderboard. I want to be at the top of it one day. You know, What's the we, point of being a leader if you're not gonna be at the top of it, bro? You know, if, we, if I'm a barber, my fade better than yours. You know, you know what I'm saying? For a reason, you know, it's just for, for the for the for the fun of it. But uh, you know, speaking of the, you know, how uh your neurochemistry is changed by yeah. you, you know your history and your genetics, man. It, how do you combat that with diet? How how does your diet contribute to combating some of that? So that that's that's actually. So, I, so I'm gonna stay in my expertise in the two areas. For one, y'all need to stay away from sugar. Nah, that shit is poison. That white sugar is poison, <laughs> and they've weaponized it against us. Right? Uh, they put it in everything. Anything processed, microwavable foods, all that processed stuff has got sugar in it. Period. They put sugar in bacon. 
They put sugar in bread. All that stuff, stay away from that. That's number one. Number two, and I, I got to stay in my, my, my genius here because he's actually, he clearly studied me. So, you know, I got the cognitive behavior of this and all that. He, he, he's clearly yeah. asking questions I can answer. Some veganism. No, no doubt. No doubt. <laughs> we got to understand that black folk don't have a genetic problem. Now, so we get out of genetics, we have a dietary problem. Mm-hmm. Like you got no high cholesterol problem. You got a, right? You got a dietary problem. We eat the same stuff. Man. Yeah, yeah, we eat the same stuff. And how that relates to your question is integrity is about wholeness. If you've traced the root word, not the root word, the source meaning of the word integrity, it literally means whole. Right. You're not allowed to be a poor, righteous teacher. That's bull. Yeah. You don't get to be poor and righteous. I hate that ideology. Nah, it's the, yeah. it, but, but you know what? The church pushes that the most, though, right? Yes. We, we, yeah. we push that poverty is holy. Yeah. The eye of the camel and everything. like All that stuff, right? Gain the world, lose your soul. Eye the yeah. camel. Like, why? Jesus like no home and all that stuff. Jesus had his own economy. My yeah. man Jesus said, yo, Father, run me down a million dollars to feed these people. And he came down <laughs> with five fish. Well, well, you know, out of five fish, you know, two fish and five loaves of bread, he came down with a whole bunch to feed yeah. five thousand just men, not counting mm-hmm. the children. Right? That's your own economy, right? Mm-hmm. So that all that power. At the end of the day, bro, that whole poor righteous teacher stuff is garbage. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, bro. We can't. I am not allowed. I don't deserve you as a fan or as a friend if I'm not. If I don't have what you desire, I don't yeah. deserve you. All right. And, and I mean that yeah. with all the humility possible. If you can't look to me and say, man, he got wet. If I could just tap into him, I could go further. If you can't look at me, you need to find yeah. a new friend. You need, right. If, I, if you ever look at me and you say, he is my equal yeah. and I owe it to you. To release you so you could be my mentor. Yeah. I like that. That that's real man, that's that's this is power move. <laughs> if this you is ever good. become my equal, which is uh, possible, that's your job. Your yeah. job is to become my equal. Then I owe yeah. it to you mm-hmm. to let you then fly so you could be my mentor. Sure. That man. requires a lot. That requires a journey to feel feel that way about things. No doubt. Talk about that on the podcast a lot. The two mindsets, um, you know, the self-serving mind, self-serving competitive mindset is, uh, you know, which I associate that mindset with unwellness. And then it's the collaborative, empathetic mindset. And you see people as they go through the business journey and get some of the things that they want, they tend to transition from one to another. And so I'm not, you know, I really resonate with what you just said there. And I don't know if everybody's going to feel that, but I think it's the right way to feel. And I think it's a journey, the journey behind that, that makes you feel that way. And also that ideology, man, it, to, that you have to be poor to go through pearly gates. That's, that's kind of, that's, that's you that know? is, that is exactly what they want you to think. Now you can make whoever they eat. Like, yeah. Right. Listen, listen, yeah, I'm in the top 1%. Yeah. I'm hey, then a mother. I, I'm good. Then a mother. My kid, my kids is going to be, if I die, they straight. They super straight. They super duper straight. My kids are already millionaires and they don't even understand what millionaire is. (laughs) Like they 11, 8, and 2. They don't even understand. They have no concept of this Uh concept, but they know they daddy rich. They know that. I'm I'm real frugal. But when they ask for stuff, they know to come to me and ask me for some stuff. They they know. And they know I'm going to say no all the time. So but they know they daddy rich, right? Blessings, yeah. So, so the thought process here is real simple, bro. All of you need to be money focused. And if you're not, guess what? You write where I want you to be. <laughs> like, like I need you to get this. I, I'm the guy. I think, I think the big part of the reason I'm famous is because I'm, I'm in the top 1%. I'm going to put my hand off screen. I'm in the top 1%, but I came down, no disrespect to the middle class, to Mm -hmm. teach people how to get there, right? I'm the guy 
who you're not supposed to have access to that gives out his cell phone number and say, text me, right? I'm that crazy guy. Then boom, you go ahead and do that. So here's the deal. It is simplicity. Every time y'all fight over police brutality, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but I want you doing that because you're not fighting for well. You feel me? Like every time you fight for civil rights, I want you to do that. Because you're not fighting for well. Yeah. I want you to do that. <laughs> like, I want you to. You know? I want you to fight for all these peripheral battles. Because the more you fight them, the more you ain't chasing my money. The more you're my labor force, the right. more you fight for this other stuff. So oh, stop yeah. doing that stuff. Stop. It's a, it's a trick. We tricking y'all. It Let me tell you what's going to happen next, bro. They finna drop the U.S. dollar, and the U.S. dollar help have seventy percent of the world. Seventy uh, percent of the world uses the U.S. dollar. The U.S. dollar is about to drop about sixteen to seventeen percent in valuation, right? In value, right? That's getting ready to happen. We're about to go into negative interest rates. I'm saying it first here on your podcast. We're about to go into negative interest rates, and we're about to drop it. But you know why we're gonna drop it? Because I got plenty of it. There you go. It's gonna make it harder for you yeah. to catch up with me if I drop it. Yeah, and probably in places where, you know, if the value of the dollar goes down, you know, that asset doesn't necessarily decrease in value. So right, probably I good. Own, I own a ton of real estate. I'm shopping. You know what I'm, saying? I'm shopping for a mansion right now. I'm mm-hmm. shopping for a private jet right now. I hired 91 people in the last nine weeks. While everyone is tripping oh. about COVID-19, I hired 91 people with a minimum oh. wage of $22 an hour. Wow. That is crazy. That's insane. That's that insane. That's insane. That is I'm, insane. I, I might as well be. I might as well become white and change my na- name to Jonathan. Right? Like you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's on some straight. You know what I'm saying? But I. But, but I'm. 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 I'm this young black man doing this. I'm telling That's y'all. Craziness. The more y'all fight uh-huh. on this dumb stuff. Mm-hmm. Is the more you 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 play into my game. If you want to change the world, make money. Cause ain't damn person writing laws, listening to poor people marching and protesting. Hundred percent. You know, um, that's 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 powerful stuff. You know, and that taps into a lot of what the podcast is about. That's actually what the next episode was going to be about: current events oh, wow. and, and and the way we we handle these things because we're actually handling them in a way that supplements more of the same thing. As we can see by, uh, you know, the fact that four years ago, um, I don't remember who died four years ago, but somebody died four years ago, and the same things happened in a day. And it's a lot of the way we carry emotions around it. I really believe that. Uh, and also just doing part to the fact that anger, I think, is a radiance instead of a ray. And so if you're angry, it hits everything around you. It doesn't hit the person you hate. That and makes so sense. It's, it's a lot of complex emotions behind that. And, and that's... Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. We can focus on everything in the world. Or we can focus on what matters, and that'll 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 be the domino that knocks every problem down. But rolling it all back, you know. Yeah, and take your time, bro. I I got you. I don't know how much time you got. Uh-huh. But if you want a Joe Rogan experience this podcast and have a long? <laughs> I'm not tripping. Yeah, I ain't got I ain't got a hard stop until two hours from now. So whatever you want to do. Is what you want to do, because I, I told Deanna to make sure I had enough time to make you freaking famous. I oh, swear to God, amazing, I told man. That. I told I, that. I, I, I really do appreciate that. That's because that, even beyond that, this information is is crazy. Um, I got a limited battery right here. I might get to moving it since we have time. I see an outlet over there or something. Yeah, man. But, uh, let him see it live on TV. He gonna yeah, get the we, movie. Yeah, he we gonna go. see it live on TV. Look, y'all man, gonna see it with the podcast. Go get man. Look, man. Look, <laughs> look, man. Shoot, y'all you. need to hear. This how you start off. Look, this how yeah. this man talking to a man. Court, court. Well, I don't want to tell you on my network. Google had that crap plastered all over Facebook. I mean, all over Google though. But yeah. Anyway, I think, I, think I, I put one of my people to take that crap or tell. Google. Anyway, let me just keep on. <laughs> The RS be listening to your podcast. Let me just go ahead and RS be listening to your stuff. You famous, you know. You got everybody listening to your stuff. RS, China, Russia, everybody. 
that stuff. I got to be careful. <laughs> Which is crazy anyway, man. You got like 10 podcasts. <laughs> you got like 10 yeah. of them. Yeah, you I know what? It. I'm glad you said that. I do. I just got <clears> – <throat> so you know what? Let me tell you why, bro. So I just dropped it down to seven. <clears throat> what I did was I, I gave a few podcasts away. Right. Because it, it was people that I was putting on. Now, mm-hmm. I'm back down to seven podcasts. I'm trying to get down to five, but let me tell you what I'm doing. I got two podcasts in productions right now. Nobody outside my private network know this. So I'm going to tell you, your audience now, because I want you, because mm-hmm. in, in five years from now, I want you to replay this and say, I told y'all, I told y'all, yeah. told you, right? I want you to be able to do that. I got a podcast coming out called Intellectual Negro. Right. Nobody right. know about it. Don't nobody know about it. But if you know me, I am most certainly an intellectual Negro, right? Like, I'm most certainly. And it's me talking about all this intellectual stuff. If I guess if you had an idea to think about that, just think of Jordan Peterson and then think of me. Because me and Jordan, that's actually my favorite intellectual is Jordan Peterson, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you, you see, you, you're yeah, in that energy. That's another podcast I got, got coming out is called Women Should Run the World. Nobody knows it's coming out. Right. And I produce all That's these joints. Big. Man, it's going to be huge. That's big. I got, a, I got a lady from India on it. I got a lady from Galveston on it. I got a lady from California on it. And then I hired, and then I got one of my, I got a dude with dread, six foot six. <laughs> and he's the guy on the Women Should Run the World podcast, right? Because right. he is that, he is that, wait a minute, y'all went too far, voice, right? Because everything's in the table, right? <laughs> You know what I say? Yeah. So basically, I got these two in production, and I could release it now. We we like thirty episodes deep on both of them, but I'm not going to release either one of them till we two hundred episodes deep. Once we get, man, that's how I roll, bro. Because you know, really? Apple. No, but well, see, this is good information for your podcast community. Yeah, Apple gives you eight minutes. Apple gives you eight weeks to get on new and noteworthy. Right, they give you eight weeks. You know, do a note. Apple will promote you, no matter how small you are, for eight weeks to get on new and noteworthy. So you don't want to launch your podcast if you can't drop at least two a day. Eight weeks almost up. And you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. So what you I didn't do? Know that. I didn't know it either, bro. That's when you got ten podcasts in the game. You start learning this stuff, right? You start learning this stuff. So here's the deal. So what you do is you go and if you on your next podcast you drop another podcast and you drop two episodes per day yeah. for eight weeks. Eight times four is thirty two. Uh-huh. But then you got. That one of those weeks will have five weeks in it, so you can add an extra. That's thirty-three, and then thirty-three times two is sixty-six. So that's two podcasts a week. But thirty-two, thirty-three times seven. Right. Now I got to use my calculator for that. <clears throat> so now I'll do thirty-three. There it is. Thirty-three times seven is two hundred and thirty-one. Right. So now, if you want to drop two a day. You need 231 podcasts, That's and you crazy. drop two a day, and after eight weeks, then you drop one a day, one a week, or whatever, right? Uh-huh. But you need 200. I would suggest all y'all wait and produce 231 podcasts first. Not only would it give you eight weeks in advance, so you yeah. can have a cushion, yeah. but it'll let you dominate that new and noteworthy, and then uh-huh. you'll be one of the top-ranked podcasters. That's why I'm always top-ranked podcasts, yeah, right? I wonder how you did that. Well, that's one like of the ways I do it. That's one of the ways. Like five hundred <laughs> yeah. views on all of them. Like, oh oh yeah, yeah. My Secret to Success podcast gets thirty thousand views every episode in the first thirty days. I mean, excuse me, thirty thousand, thirty thousand downloads. I failed it in the top two hundred. I failed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm always in the top two hundred. I, 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 I'm t- in, in how to category. I'm six all time. My podcast is Man, six man. all time. In some countries in Europe, I'm, I'm number one all time. I'm, I'm, it's, I'm everywhere, man. Yeah, but that's yeah, because that's I because I learned these strategies, bro. Yeah, huge. You know, uh, that's that's my initial initial gateway because you know we gotta. It's our job, you know. I didn't know this for for years, and that's why I'm broke. But uh, my, my job to look at conversations <laughs> and where people are. 
And that, that's exactly how I found about out about you through the uh, Secret to Success podcast. But um, that's crazy. You found out of me about it there, then you came to Instagram, right? Because I remember, if I'm not mistaken, that's what you did. That was so <laughs> dope. Like yeah. that, yeah, that was so dope. <laughs> that was so dope, man. Let me tell yeah. you, that was so dope. You I know. said, who's this guy? Then you start talking to me. That shit, I'm talking to you back. You're going to be free. <laughs> <is> creeping around. <laughs> Man. But, um, when you, between 6 and 14, this is something I'm curious about, man. What, yeah, go ahead, bro. What did you look forward to every day? What made you happy? Like, you know, just the small, That's simple good. things. Like, not look forward to in the future, but in the present. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go upstairs in a bit, and I'm going to get a – um. Uh, like a Starbucks drink. It's a strawberry. I see refresher. Yeah, I, I look forward to that every day. Getting some lemon cake from the, uh, the Starbucks around the corner. Hey, what what would you look forward to? Man, that's a really good question, man. This is the dumbest thing ever. I wanted <laughs> to tell you I was hungry. That's a lie. I, I was, I was, but I didn't look forward to eating the way you think. Like, that would make me look so cool if I could just straight gangster say, man, I look forward to eating. That would make me look right. so hard. I'd get, like, 10,000 <laughs> of your fans. They'd be like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got to follow that guy. That would make me look so good, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, that would make me look so good. Oh, that's not the shit. <laughs> Yo, so how they do in Baltimore? Nah, man. It was this guy named Kavastovich. He owned Kavastovich Bakery. Uh-huh. He was on 39th and Broadway. So in Galveston, Texas. Anybody, you can Google this stuff. So you're talking about 1986, 87, mm-hmm. 88, 89. Kavastovich Bakery, like K-O-V and whatever, however else you spell Kavastovich. Who knows? And... I look forward to this man's donuts. Let me, you know, look, bro. Let me tell you what this man did. I don't know if he did it for me. Or I don't know if he did it for, I, I know he was generous with everybody. Right. But this is the honest to God truth. I would bring in a quarter or 50 cents, sometimes 75 cents to Kavastovich Bakery. This man would give me half a dozen donuts. Wow. It did it made, it made no you try to get that. You try to get that Oprah moment. You almost made me cry. You almost made me cry. You almost made me cry. Right? You know what I'm saying? This man would give me, bro, out of seventy-five cents. This man would give me six, seven donuts. Sometimes it'd be just odd-ass numbers, man. It'd be like eight. It make no sense. It's just whatever would fit in a little white bag, right? Off seventy-five cents, and I look forward to that every day, every day, because I knew that that might be the only time I ate and it might be the only adult that cared about my situation. Right. I look forward to that every day. Damn, I look crazy. forward every day to getting some dozen, half a dozen donuts for 75 cents. I know that's crazy. I can't make that up if I tried. Man. But anybody who, it, it, the whole, he, he, he's, he's dead now. But real talk, man. Anybody from Galveston, Texas, know what I'm talking about? Kavastovich Bakery, shout out. It's not there no more. But I'm telling you, bro, just the mere fact that somebody gave a damn about what I was going through. Because I would walk in there on the way to L.A. Morgan, which is right up the street. But I ain't had no parents walking me to school. Like, I was just, it was me. Right? I had to put myself to school. It was me. So you, 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 you know when a kid come in with the same clothes every day. And we're no uniforms yeah, back in the know. 80s. We're no uniforms in the 80s. You was right. broke. You was broke. You <laughs> <laughs> was broke. Yeah. You wear the same thing every day. You broke. And you stink. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, I look forward to that every day, bro. Every day, man. So you, you, man. you, you got a habit of asking questions that nobody ever asked me before. I'm just real curious. I'm like, where, where are the holes, you know? Because people have such unique pockets of experience that, a lot, like they don't really go mention and it's like man this is a person like and speaking of that so you had that experience when you were younger of being alone and so as you got older you know uh because you are fundamentally different from your environment no matter what you are like it, it just is yeah. what it is a lot of people won't integrate with the things that you think in your mind they'll try but you know they they won't have a deep interest in it because that's not who they are. And, you know, I had a lot of trouble understanding some of this until I really did the research and understood that even things like personalities 
are distributed very unevenly throughout society. Yeah. You know, some personalities are rarer than others. So while you felt alone and misunderstood and unheard back then, has that changed? Man, that was that was that was amazing, wasn't it? Like I said, man, so that's the end of the episode. You know, just as we were filming, the storm had blew through Houston and blew some of the power out. And so we're looking, uh, we're discussing some follow-up episodes. And so if you would enjoy that, you know, go and message me over on Instagram. Uh, my Instagram tag will be in the description box. Tell me what you would like to see or what you'd like to hear talked about, comments that you have, you know, for the follow-up episode. But other than that, man, that's 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 pretty amazing, right? That's some some man. Just the pure amount of emotion that was transmitted through that episode was was something like I said that shook me to the core. And uh, I appreciate Antonio for coming on that podcast and throwing that for everybody. Um, it was something that was real special. So, without further ado, I'm going to send you to the outro music. Um, I don't really have anything else to say other than if you like this podcast, please subscribe to this podcast on any platform you want please subscribe and then please rate this podcast and leave me a little note leave me a little comment okay but uh yeah that's pretty much it that's the end of the episode peace out